here in Western Supermare, here in the United Kingdom. I'm Keith Berry-Davis and you're listening to the March edition of Footsteps. March? March already? Where's the time going? Anyway, how are you all as we're rapidly approaching spring? I hope that you are managing to keep clear of the dreaded Covid. So, on to the show, and during the programme we'll be looking at various faith news, and towards the end of the show we'll have a time of reflection and prayer. Our first piece of music this month is a lovely sound from Celeste Talley. Come to me.
Celestali and Come to Me. Isn't that nice? And so, on to our first piece of news, which I think is quite relevant in these days. James Coates, the pastor of Grace Life Church in Alberta, Canada, has actually turned himself into the police for violating health laws related to COVID-19. Pastor Coates was accused of violating public health regulations by keeping a church open for months, despite mandated church closures by the health board. He called going to jail doing the right thing, according to a statement from his lawyer. He was scheduled for a bail hearing after a February the 14th service that allegedly violated Alberta's public health orders. His lawyer is James Kitchen at the Centre for Constitutional Freedoms. In a statement concerning Coates and the case, Kitchen said, His first obedience is to his Lord, is to his God, and normally obeying Jesus and obeying the government go right hand in hand. The government's forcing him into a position where he has to choose between disobeying God and obeying government, or obeying God and disobeying government. The church was reportedly cited for violating the 15% capacity rule by having a service that was above that percentage of capacity. Coates was reportedly fined $1,200 for the violation. Later, the Court of Queen's Bench ordered the church to follow Alberta's public health regulations after it was discovered that the church continued to break gathering, masking and physical distancing rules. Grace Life Church also released a statement which said, We do not see our actions as perpetuating the longevity of COVID-19 or any other virus that will inevitably come along. If anything, we see our actions as contributing to its end the end of destructive lockdowns and the end of the attempt to institutionalise the debilitating fear of viral infections. Our local church is clear evidence that governmental lockdowns are unnecessary. In fact, it's also evident how harmful they are. Well, this is quite a common feeling, I think. Do you agree with this point of view? Let me know and I'll give you the address how to get in touch with me at the end of the show. Bit of music now, Common Destiny and If I Do Not Have Love. Jesus' love song, this is a love song, and Jesus' love song, and Jesus' love song. 
www.calticaradio.com The fastest way to the internet islandwebservices.co.uk Island Web Services design and host bespoke websites for businesses and individuals Professional websites start from just £100 with no hidden extras. Log on to find out more at islandwebservices.co.uk Do you watch television? Of course you do. Then have you tried Dish TV from All American Dish yet? No? Well, now is a great time because we are giving everyone that calls today a two-year locked-in price. Your rate will not change for two years. 
The clock is ticking. Call now, get Dish, and get your price locked in for two years and save yourself some money. Dish has your favorite TV programs, even Netflix and Amazon Prime built into the DVR. You can even watch Dish anywhere you have an internet connection. Plus, we've even got awesome discounts for the military and seniors. Oh, and one more thing. Call All-American Dish now and we'll even give you a free Google TV voice remote, free installation, and free equipment. Don't wait. Call All-American Dish now. putting down of the Christian faith in China. Well, another news item concerning China. Young school students as early as kindergarten are being indoctrinated to become hostile to God as the country's Communist Party continues to crack down on religious beliefs. According to a report, the Chinese Communist Party seeks to groom the next generation with right ideas and thoughts that are rooted in atheism. One anonymous Christian mother in China explained how her child underwent a transformation after being taught by the school to hate God. In a clip provided by the organisation Bitter Winter, the footage shows a Chinese kindergarten class shouting anti-religious slogans and holding fast to science. When translated into English, the slogan reads Believe in science and keep away from Zi Jiao. Starting with children were the best. China is currently ranked 17th in Open Doors 2021 World Watch List of countries where Christians endure persecution. The recent ranking for China points to an increased anti-Christian persecution as China jumped six places from last year's list. In the past three years, the communist-run country went up 26 places overall. Yes, that's right, 26 places. Not a good situation at all. Christianity is well, being got rid of in China. Not a good thing. Once again, I've been looking through our library and found our next piece of music, which I haven't played for quite some time. Forrest Wakeman and Alive in Us. Without you we were lost Nothing good in us All our guilt and shame Was carried on your cross Without you we were dead Destined for the grave 
brought out of the darkness by the light you gave and now in you we breathe again you are alive in us your spirit moves in us your love is changing us we are free you are alive in us your spirit moves in us your love is changing us we are free without you we are lost nothing good in us all our guilt and shame is carried on your cross and now in you we breathe again you are alive in us your spirit moves in us your love is over the last three or four years we've seen many thousands of refugees from the African continent the Middle East and beyond trying to get to European countries seeking a better and safer life 
Without a doubt, it's become a massive headache for governments throughout Europe. So it's good to hear that among the commitments made for his administration's first 100 days in office, Joe Biden has promised to reverse Trump-era policies on the admission of refugees into the United States. Specifically, President Biden has promised to raise the number of refugees admitted into the US during his first year of office to 125,000, a significant increase from the current levels of around 25,000 per year. Given the increasingly grave threats faced by religious minorities in many regions of the world, especially for Christians, a careful change of American national policy in this area is desperately needed, I think. Refugee levels are, or at least should be, a matter of humanitarian concern. In recent years, a refugee, as officially defined by the Refugee Resettlement Programme, is someone who fled their country because of a well-founded fear of persecution based on his or her race, religion, nationality, membership in a particular social group or political opinion. The number of refugees around the world has reached its highest point since the end of World War II. Ultimately, there is no doubt we want the number of refugees reduced across the world. And that, I think, will require that religious freedom and protections for religious minorities be advanced around the world. So the world's governments are going to have to sort out their refugee response and at the same time work towards stopping the causes of people becoming refugees. Let's hope that President Biden's initial response will start the ball rolling and life will become easier for people of faith across the world. Well, it's time now for another piece of music and an unusual name for a song. I don't think I've ever heard of this name for any other song. And it comes from a guy called Marlowe. And what is the name? Synaptic Bliss.
item in a way ties in with our first in that here in the UK the owners of a Christian card and bookshop have been hit with £17,000 in fines for refusing to close during the national lockdown. Grace Cards and Books in Droitwich received its fourth £10,000 fine from Witchhaven District Council last week. Owners Alistair and Lydia Walker-Cox believe they should be allowed to trade because their shop sells items offered by other stores like newspapers and confectionery that have been allowed to remain open. The District Council, however, maintains that the shop is non-essential. In video footage of a visit to the shop by the police, Mrs Walker-Cox can be heard saying... A garden centre is open from 10 till 6. What's essential about that? When she's told that other shops have closed, she responds, That is easy for you to say. When the rubber hits the road, if it was you who didn't have a job and can't provide for your family and can't pay your bills, then it would be different. She said that she and her husband are prepared to go to court to stay open. We're willing to fight it all the way, she says. Witchhaven District Council has said it's considering court action and forced closure to stop the shop from operating during the lockdown. Speaking as a Christian or a person of faith, what do you think? Are they right in disobeying the law? Or, because they are selling faith items, is it OK? Let me know. And, as I said before, I'll give you the address at the end of the show. Bryce Wasney now and Gentle Annie. Gentle 
Celticaradio.com Do you watch television? Of course you do. Then have you tried Dish TV from All-American Dish yet? No? Well, now is a great time because we are giving everyone that calls today a two-year locked-in price. Your rate will not change for two years. The clock is ticking. Call now, get Dish, and get your price locked in for two years and save yourself some money. Dish has your favorite TV programs, even Netflix and Amazon Prime built into the DVR. You can even watch Dish anywhere you have an internet connection. Plus, we've even got awesome discounts for the military and seniors. Oh, and one more thing. Call All-American Dish now and we'll even give you a free Google TV voice remote, free installation, and free equipment. Don't wait. Call All-American Dish now. 800-586-4206. That's 800-586-4206. This is Celtica Radio, broadcasting online and on digital wireless. We're also available on the mobile phone network, plus on the World Wide Web, 24 hours a day. (coughs) www.celticaradio.com Celtica Radio I was talking to a friend the other day, and the subject of going to church during the national lockdowns came up. 
Many churches have stopped holding acts of worship due to the restrictions placed upon them. Yes, funerals and weddings are still being performed, but with many, many restrictions. One of the churches that I help out with have been holding services online, which I have to say are well supported. But my friend and I, and she is a practicing Christian as well, both feel that there is something that is missing. And what is that? Fellowship. Of course, it's easy to talk on the phone or by using one of the social media platforms. But that something is still not there. I feel that it is the being physically close to someone while talking or listening to what they say. Even in these socially distant times, to actually stand or sit with someone is far more preferable than talking through cyberspace. I then read an article about Church of England churches having to possibly close because their collections over the last year haven't been able to support the upkeep of the church. There's also talk that the clergy might be reduced accordingly. I wonder if this thinking is due to the current trend to have online services. After all, there is no upkeep of the church building needed and the internet is free. Many of the online services that I've seen seem to be run mainly by the laity with very little input from the clergy. This thought then reminded me of a report that came out in the 80s and unfortunately I can't remember the name of it. And that report said a major revamp of church structure was needed and the laity would be far more involved in running the local churches and clergy would effectively just be troubleshooters and advice givers. If anyone can remember the name of this report, I would appreciate it if you can let me know. What do you think? Is the use of the internet going to reduce the number of churches and clergy? Is it right to do that? Do we really need to have all these lovely old buildings standing there empty? when people are worshipping God online? Let me know, as always. To take us up to our quiet time, let's hear David and Tiffany Spencer and their singing, Gonna Make It.
time now for our quiet period. Our passage from Scripture today is taken from Matthew's Gospel, chapter 6, beginning to read from verse 5. And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogue and on the street corners to be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. This, then, is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For if you forgive other the people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Over the last 12 months, we have been in the midst of a terrible plague called COVID-19, as you all know only too well. I've spoken to several hospital chaplains about their role during the crisis, and like many doctors and nurses, they've been subjected to the horrors of COVID firsthand, many of whom are suffering themselves as a result of the tremendous pressure that they're working in. In my own ministry, I've not only been a military chaplain, but have been a hospital chaplain as well. And for me, one of the great privileges of being a hospital chaplain is that you are alongside people who are going through a very difficult time in their lives. During the Gulf Wars, I was able to be alongside battle-injured patients and to comfort them in their distress. Very often I didn't know them and maybe would never see them again. I was there when they were facing a serious illness or operation or a death of a loved one, just as the chaplains are at the moment with the COVID pandemic. Sometimes the moment would arise when it was right to ask them if they wanted to pray. The problem is, what do you pray for? One day I asked a lady who was steadily getting ready to die, and she replied, there is only one prayer I want, the Lord's Prayer. We said it together, and then she would say to me, Off you go, you're a busy man, I'll see you tomorrow. Towards the end, she wouldn't bother with the chit-chat and ask for prayer, and then I was sent on my way as usual. I was sent for in the early hours, as it looked as if she would die soon. The family were around her bed and she was still alive, but only just. I started giving her the Anglican equivalent of the last rites, and when we got to the Lord's Prayer, she opened her eyes and joined in, and then died. I had tears in my eyes, 
as I then realised that she had been preparing for her own death every time that I visited her. The Lord's Prayer is a prayer that we all know, and I think it can give such solace when said. If you don't know it, then please do read for yourself, and take it to heart, as it is probably the perfect prayer as prescribed by our Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ. Let us pray. Father, teach us to pray. Teach us to look at the world through your eyes, to see pain and suffering with deep compassion and love, so that your will may be done. Amen. Still our hearts, Lord. Open our minds to hear you speaking to us, that we may know what you would have us do to serve you. Take us, use us for the glory of your kingdom. We ask this through Jesus Christ. Amen. We lift to you, Lord, all those that we know to be suffering at this time, especially all those who are in intensive care as a result of COVID. Lay your healing hand upon them, taking away their pain, restoring them to fullness of life once more. We ask this in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We also pray for all those who have died in this pandemic, as well as all those who have died from other causes. Particularly this month, we remember Alison, who was the partner of one of Celtica Radio's presenters, Ed. Bless our Lord all those who have gone before us, and keep them safely in your loving arms until we are joining them in those heavenly places. Bless and support all who are grieving their loss at this time. We ask this in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. 
The peace of God which passes all understanding keeps your hearts and minds and knowledge in the love and knowledge of God. And the blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son and Holy Spirit, be with you this day and evermore. Amen. In this crazy world we live in, we all pray for brighter days. God has heard our call and answer, better things I can deliver. If you live your life this way, we must start out every day searching for the sad and lonely. And the hurting and depressed For by comforting them only Can the world achieve its best When we see someone who's hungry Or on the street without a bed We must bring them into our homes sound there from Carolyn Rose Masters, Better Things. Very appropriate, I think, considering all of our prayers this time. Well, we're very nearly at the end of the show, so let's hear Conversion and an appropriate title for Lent, which I haven't mentioned during the programme at all, but we are in Lent, and they are singing I Will Be Ready.
Well, there's a voice you can hear inside your head. But the words are just for you. It's a choice that you made long before you're dead. When you say to God the words I do. That's a good song to end the program on. I hope that you've enjoyed the music that I've played for you this time, 
and also the topics that I presented have been interesting and have maybe given you food for thought. As I said several times during the program, if you do have any points of view that you would like to raise, then please feel free to contact me at rev at celticaradio.com. So until the next time that we meet, please take care, keep safe, and God bless. Bye for now.